Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you from KSCO Radio, 1 o'clock on a Saturday. What a beautiful day it is out there in this uh, amazing world that we live in. And uh, I think the biggest challenge we have as homo sapiens is how to get along in this life, how to get along in this world, how to get through it and enjoy it along the way. So there's so many things that get in our way, and uh, you know the, the biggest one seems to be our health. You know we all have uh, we seem to no matter what we we wake up the next day. Um, we've handled or endured the issues and problems that we have put upon ourselves, and um, <clears throat> you know. But when it really comes down to it, how are we enjoying life, and what? are we being able to do along that way? Every day I have patients, new patients coming to the office um, with one thing on their mind. How do I get out of pain or how do I get my life back? And, you know, sometimes people might be um, living with something for years. I had a guy that came in the other day, I think at 10 years he'd had low back pain, 10 years. And he would endure it and endure it and endure it. But then his shoulder became a problem and he came in for his shoulder because he couldn't lift his arm up. But as I was going through questions, trying to figure out if I could help him or not, um, you know, he was talking to me about his shoulder and I said, is there anything else? He goes, oh yeah, well my low back, but everybody has low back pain. I'm going, what? No, they don't. Are you talking, what do you, who, listen, I, I, broke my back when I was 12. I don't have low back pain. I had it a lot of my life, but I don't have it now. Why? Because I found a, a way to help my body heal itself as much as it could. So, you know, he looked kind of perplexed and I let him know, yeah, 80% of Americans are going to have back pain sometime in their life, but it doesn't mean it's permanent. It doesn't mean you have to live with it. And you don't have to suffer with it. So, and by the way, what is that stopping you from enjoying in your life? Is life to be endured through the pain and the suffering of a body that's breaking down on us? Is that what this is all about? You know, I won't even go into the predicaments that we put ourselves in and financially and relationships and friendships and various things that basically affect us when we put ourselves into that situation. You know, basically, we are the effect of our own cause, which means we got ourselves into the situation and then we blame everybody else for getting us into it. But, you know, nobody else is going to get you out of it except you. So today, I, I'm going to, we've been doing the 21 day challenge at my office and you can still get into it. It's automated now. So you can get on there. Uh, 21 days, you'll be getting a short email every day showing you how to get your life back by getting the inflammation out of your body by dietary changes. Um, some very amazing things I've had in one week, people had tremendous results with inflammation and energy, um, different types of pains turning off and stuff. But that's not the subject of today. Today is the subject that nobody wants to talk about. It's two words that basically if you are one of the people that hear those two words, you soon become 
the victim of doom and gloom because, you know, up until recently and only in the hands of a few, is there a way to turn this around or create, allow your body to change itself? Because everybody's been told there's no help. 26 million Americans that we know of are diagnosed with this two-word condition. However, how many have no clue that this is going on? And the problem with this thing is it goes along, you know, a little bit at a time, a little bit at a time. You don't really notice it. And then boom, one day it hits you between the eyes and you can't balance. You can't uh, walk without looking down at your feet. You know, um, you feel like you can't even, you have to be careful driving your car because you're not sure where you're putting your feet. Yes, you're right. The word is peripheral neuropathy. Peripheral neuropathy. Peripheral means outside the central nervous system. It's in your periphery or outside. Neuropathy means the nerves are dying. So I've been studying with some of the top people in the country on peripheral neuropathy uh, for quite a while. And I am now getting very close to launching um, what has been successful across the country. And it's little known, just like my stem cell machine, which I talk about a lot. There's, when I got mine, there were only 200 in the country. Now there's 700. But most people still don't know what it is. And most people, other than th those of you that listen to the station and are fortunate enough in other parts of the country to have somebody introduce you to it, the solution for peripheral neuropathy is um, very, very little known. And a lot of times people will be told you just have to live with it. And this is uh, really not the case. You can do a lot to change it, but you have to be willing to do the change. So what is peripheral neuropathy? Well, Peripheral neuropathy is the nerves that go from the brain down the central nervous system, exit the 31 spinal nerves, and then go to 75 trillion cells in your body. When those cells at the distal end or the far end of the body start to die, you lose feeling, motor strength, uh, circulation. Uh, these things, hot and cold sensation is gone. You don't know if you've got cut or not. And then these parts of the body start to become oxygen deprived. That's what causes peripheral neuropathy. And then eventually the nerves die. And then in, people end up with uh, terrible things. So let's just talk about the nerve, the peripheral nerve, and what happens to it and why. So there's, very, there's several causes of peripheral neuropathy. The most common, diabetes. Diabetes, 60% of the people in the United States are diabetic or pre-diabetic. Diabetes, um, the way peripheral neuropathy affects diabetes is the blood cells, and I've talked about this so much, the, the red blood cells get sugar coating, kind of like sugar-frosted flakes. And the only problem is that sugar-coated red blood vessel cannot get through the very end blood vessels of your body, the capillaries at the end of your toe. So what, what ends up happening is you don't get any oxygen to the capillary, to the tissue at the end of your toe, because you can't get any blood there. And basically, red blood cells carry oxygen to different parts of your body. That's its job. And to carry away carbon dioxide and other toxins, right? So peripheral neuropathy, the number one cause of limb amputation in this country is diabetes. And it's simply sugar-coated red blood cells clogging up the tips of the toes and fingers until there's no oxygen. We don't get oxygen. The tissue starts to die. It's called necrose. And when it necroses, eventually it turns to gangrene. When it turns to gangrene, then you have a problem. You have to lose that part of your body that has that. So diabetes is a not the only source of this, and um, not necessarily everybody with diabetes is going to have this problem. But short of having the limb amputation, amputated, what other kind of problems can it have? I'll go into that in a minute. Some of the other um, major causes of peripheral neuropathy, um, one of the big ones is 
chemotherapy, the effects of chemotherapy. So chemotherapy, you know, is used to, as you know, to, to kill cancer cells. And it's a, it's a pretty tough, um, pretty tough thing done to the body. You know, I mean, basically, hopefully the cancer cells will die before the body does. And uh, when chemotherapy is successful, that's awesome. When it's not successful, it's unfortunate. But one of the things that happens with chemotherapy is those toxins don't just target the cancer cells. They target every part of your body. And one of the major um, complications from chemotherapy is peripheral neuropathy. The nerves at the end of your body start to die. And so that's a pretty big one. Another cause of peripheral neuropathy is autoimmune disease. So auto means self, immune means your immune system. So in an autoimmune disease, your body is fighting itself and it thinks itself to be the enemy. You know, when you have a bacteria, your body, white blood cells goes and sees that bacteria as an enemy and it eats that bacteria. And that is normal. When the body perceives itself to be the enemy, which is the case with an autoimmune disease, then the, the body starts to try to kill itself. And in doing that, it can damage the sheath around the nerve and, um, and then start to damage the sheath that allows blood vessels to get to the nerve that keeps the nerve alive. And again, you get oxygen deprivation leading to peripheral neuropathy. So when we look at a nerve, a nerve, I had a, a patient in the other day and um, he and his wife, well, the wife was a patient and they were talking about the low back pain that she had and that went down her leg, gave her sciatica. She was in really rough shape and I did not do a great job of explaining the condition. And unfortunately, um, I was not able to help her. So I want to make sure that I'm better at explaining things. She had had something called um, nerve ablation. Ablation means to burn. It burns the nerve, kills the nerve for nerve pain. Now, the problem is that that nerve has at least 10 functions, not just pain. It has limb position, um, muscle strength, hot, cold, vibration, all these different things. Organ function, those nerves go to organs. There's only... 31 nerves on each side of the body, meaning 62 nerves coming out of your spine from the brain, going to 75 to 100 trillion cells, depending on when you lose count every day. So when you get nerve ablation, it will stop the body from perceiving the problem in the area. And shutting off that your body has a problem may not be the best solution. If you can do that long enough to correct the problem, that's great. But when you have to continue to burn the nerves again and again and again to try to stay out of pain, realize that you are doing more and more damage at the level of that incident that you're doing. So I'll give you a, a story. A patient of mine uh, was coming in for low back pain. He'd been getting low uh, adjustments and he was doing great. And um, his wife occasionally would come in with him. And um, one day we were, I was adjusting him and she said, yeah, he's doing good. I go, well, why don't we check you out? She goes, oh no, I have a neck problem. <laughs> I'm sorry? No, I, I can't get adjusted. I have a neck problem. I'm going, oh, tell me more. I'm intrigued. And she said, well, I have a neck problem and I get my nerves burned every six months. I go, Pardon me? She goes, yeah, they do ablation or burn the nerves in my lower neck coming out between C6 and 7, probably every six week, every six months. It's, it wasn't every month. And I went, wow, that's wild. How does that work? She goes, well, it works well until the nerves grow back. I go, yeah, well, why do you think they're growing back? She goes, I don't know. They keep trying to kill them. And I said, well, you know what? The body has this innate intelligence and it's the greatest physician who ever lived and it lives right inside of you and it sees a dying nerve and it tries to correct it. So it keeps growing the nerve back. So when you kill that nerve with nerve ablation to handle a symptom and you don't handle the upstream problem, you're not 
you're getting some temporary relief, but it's a time clock, time bomb. So after, you know, maybe another month, she said, okay, well, I'm about to get another ablation. I might as well let you uh, look at me and, and give me an adjustment first because what the heck, they can always burn my nerve. I went, great. Did an examination, um, evaluation, orthopedic neurological evaluation. And uh, sure enough, she had degenerative disc at the C6-7 area, but it wasn't fused by any means. So I explained this to her and said, look, let's go ahead. If it's all right with you, I'd like to try to get some movement back in the segment of your neck so that the nerve can be freed up from being choked and perhaps it can start to grow back. So she agreed. And then I adjusted her two or three times. And guess what? The nerve pain went away. She goes, you're kidding me. Go, nope. She goes, for six years, I've been getting this thing injected. My nerve burned every six months. Why? What did you do? I go, well, the nerve kept trying to grow back for a reason, right? So I just freed up the nerve. The, the, I made sure that the nerve had enough space to grow in. And so the point is nerves can grow back. Peripheral neuropathy is the death of nerves. But we know, based on the science out there, that nerves can grow under the correct circumstances up to a millimeter a day. That's amazing. New science, new information, plenty of research out there that if you do the right things, the nerve can grow back a millimeter a day. Now, that may not seem like a lot, but in 26 days, that's half an inch. So, you know, in a year, that's almost 12 to 14 inches. And you know, so we've been told that the nerves die and that they can't grow back with most of the peripheral neuropathy, yet the science is showing us that they can grow back a millimeter a day. Now, usually if somebody comes into my office with peripheral neuropathy in their feet or their hands, it might be the last foot uh, of their foot. You know, it might go from the bottom of the toe, the end of the toe up to the ankle. That isn't 12 inches. So, the point being that that alone, the fact that we could adjust the spine, just adjusting the spine at that time, the nervous system allowed the nerve to grow back. So what about this peripheral neuropathy um, doom and gloom diagnosis when told by the powers that be that you have to live with it? And so many people come in saying, you have to, I've been told I have to live with it. So... There are a lot of different things that are very effective or in themselves have proven to be effective. What if you combined all of those together and you could actually get great results? Well, the guys that I'm working with, the doctors that I'm working with, in fact, nutrition coming down from um, the Mayo Clinic on helping get nitric oxide because that produces oxygen down to those areas of the extremities that are deprived of oxygen, let alone some of the other therapies that we do that we know work, biofeedback, red light therapy, many other different things that we have to do, they all show positive effects of this. So at any rate, here's some of the symptoms or the, the problems with peripheral neuropathy. Numbness, tingling, lack of knowing where the body position is, difficulty walking, balance, hard walking at night to the bathroom, not knowing where your feet are, cuts that don't heal, um, a fear of driving because you don't know where the gas pedals are, slow reflexes, lack of balance because your feet and the um, very, the, what's called the vestibular apparatus in your brain, which is like a gyroscope, helps keep your balance. But the 26 bones in your feet and the plethora of nerves in your feet perceive your position on the ground to the position of your head. And without you thinking about it, you stay balanced. But when you start to lose some of the um, function of these peripheral nerves, you lose your balance. And then you need to walk with a wall. You need to walk with canes, walkers. These kind of conditions are what 
of so many Americans are being plagued with. In fact, 26 million Americans are diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy, but more than likely three times that many have it and are not being diagnosed. So probably 75 million Americans, um, which is one quarter of the country, let's say even a fifth of the country, are having symptoms of peripheral neuropathy, yet mainstream um, medicine says there's no hope. So I want to raise the curtain on this and brighten the room with the fact that there is hope. There's a lot that can be done about it. I've been studying about this and I'm about to launch probably another two to three weeks, maybe a little bit more because I'm really making sure I know exactly how to go about helping people with this. We are going to start to um, reach out to first my patients, my existing patients, then the, the you all you listeners out there because you're so great. You listen, you come into the office, go, I've been listening to you for years. Thank you for everything you do. Well, I want you to be some of the first people to get help with this peripheral neuropathy. So what other things can cause this? I'm going to take a short break for a, for a second and talk about my office. Um, so this is my commercial. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. Dr. Duncan McCollum, Capitola. I've been in practice for 35 years, specializing in helping your body healing itself, removing interference so the body can heal itself. We just um, were, I think, nine days left in the 21-day challenge where we're working with a ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, removing the inflammatory uh, dietary products that cause our body to bloat, cause the nerves to die because inflammation at, the, at a cellular level causes the cells to not be able to utilize energy. It, uh, the toxins get into the cell wall and cause the cell wall not to function correctly. There's no elasticity in it. It's like a stiff piece of plastic that the, the supplements, vitamins and minerals can't get into. The hormones can't attach to the cell wall. So the 21-day challenge is opening the door to a handle for that. So many people have done great with it. And there's still a lot to do. Believe me, 21 days is just like, you know, getting started. However, there are a lot of things which I'm going to talk about the next cause of peripheral neuropathy. One of the next most leading causes of peripheral neuropathy is environmental toxins. Um, Toxins kill live matter. Toxins kill the nerves. They uh, get into the body and they stop oxygen from getting to the peripheral nerves which causes them to die. So if you can imagine um, your finger being a peripheral nerve and then you put a ski glove on it. So you, let's say you're wearing some, a big old thick ski glove and you, your fingers are the actual nerve. The ski glove is what protects your nerves. Now imagine in that ski glove as a, as a network of um, channels that are filled with things that help nourish the nerve or your fingers. So, you know, it could be a, a heated glove with hot water circulating through thousands of little um, capillaries and in, in that glove. But that glove is what is around our nerve. It's called a sheath. And so a nerve by itself uh, exposed to the elements will die. A finger by itself exposed to extreme elements will die. You need protection. So the protection around your nerves is called the sheath, and it's loaded with blood vessels, amazing amount of blood vessels that nourish this, the nerve, allow it to grow and allow it to stay healthy. And oxygen comes out through the, you know, of course, from the lungs to the heart, pumped out through the, the body. Each blood vessel, each blood, red blood cell goes through the same fingertip five times a minute. gets circulated by the heart pumping. And it's carrying oxygen and nutrients to those distal or far, um, not just the nerves, but all of the cells in the area. When your cells can't get oxygen, they die. When the nerves don't get oxygen, they die. The heavy chemicals 
the toxic chemicals in our environment that we are exposed to, whether we're a mechanic, whether we're working in electronics, whether we live in a toxic area like some of the, the areas that are sprayed with methyl bromide and you know the glyphosate that we get, the raid that we use, the detergent under our sink, the laundry soap that we've been saying told is safe. All these things get into our body and they're supposed to be eliminated by the liver. And then the, the liver is supposed to take that stuff out of the bloodstream and then distribute it through the large intestine, the kidneys, that, which further filter it and get it out through the urine, out through our lungs, which further filter it and get it out as a gas, and through the skin, which further filters it and gets it out through oils. So when our toxic burden becomes greater than our body can handle, our body starts to break down. Same with the peripheral nerves. When our peripheral nerves are dying quicker than the body can rebuild them, the nervous system breaks down. And eventually, starting at the toes, it gets to the ball of the foot, the ankle, the knee, and pretty soon those limbs have no more oxygen in them. They become, there's different terms for them. In diabetics, you get uh, Marie Charcot's syndrome where the the body can't hold itself off of the bones and the bones start to deteriorate and become arthritic. So, so much of uh, what we do today is, well, what do we do after it happened? What do we do after it happened? In fact, that's, that's the sickness care system we have in this country. It's not a wellness care system or a healthcare system. It's a sickness care system. What do we do after it happened? What do we do after it happened? That's why we take 50% of every drug made in the world, and we're only 4% of the population. So think about it. If we're the, the peoples of the United States versus the peoples of OIF, if we're only 4% and we take 50% of the drugs and we're still rated 47th in the world for health, and we spent $4.3 trillion on healthcare last year, it's either a broken system or it's a fantastic money-making system. I don't know which one you think it is. I have my own ideas. But I'll tell you one thing. I am going to take care of my own health. Okay, If I have my appendix rupture in November 2021, sure, emergency medicine, Dominican, amazing, saved my life. Nicest people in the world there. Five days, I didn't eat much, so I fasted. And that's what we're teaching people what to do right now on the 21-day fast. So I guess I ended my commercial a while ago, but uh, we're talking about the two words you don't want to hear in your lifetime associated with you or anybody you know, and that's called peripheral neuropathy because it is up to this moment considered, I don't want to say a death sentence, but it's considered entrapping you, imprisoning you in your own body. You won't be able to play, you know, get down and play with your grandkids, walk to the steps, garden because you can't balance. So many people come in and talk to me about this stuff. Too many people. And it's really not okay. So that's why I'm constantly studying. Um, I'm not sitting on my laurels doing the same thing I did for 35 years. I'm constantly training. I work with Dr. Dan Pompa um, and the health centers of the future. In fact, I'm going up to Portland in a couple weeks to study with some of the greatest wellness doctors I know. We're going to the Evergreen Clinic. My friend, Dr. Tomas, he's a medical doctor from Argentina, brilliant. And he's got a clinic that is unbelievable. And if there's people that come to my office and I think they need to go see Tomas, I'll let them know. The guy's amazing. Some of the stuff that they can do up there that I can't as a chiropractor but I know about it and I can guide you to it if you want to get your life back. But the most important thing is if, because I'm sure everybody wants to be healthy, but what are you willing to do to be healthy? Are you willing to do what it takes? You know, it's kind of funny. Sometimes people come in and they go, oh yeah, I do keto. I've been doing that. I've been having two meals a day for the last four years. Well, that's the wrong thing to do. You're hurting your body. Two meals a day is starving your body. You're breaking down muscle. It's called gluconeogenesis. That's not the way to do it. You want to have a feast and famine cycle. Once a week, you want to have a 24-hour fast. Once a week, you want to eat three meals a day. You want to feed your body so much that it doesn't think it's starving. Your body needs change. 
All right. So we've talked about uh, a number of ways that peripheral neuropathy can be, um, you can get it. Other ones are just other chronic diseases, you know, like look at multiple sclerosis, you know, I mean, basically that's the, the nerves dying at the, at the periphery outside the body, also sometimes inside the central nervous system. But that is an autoimmune disease where something is attacking the sheath of your peripheral nerves and the nerves inside your body. Well, that's not the way bodies function. So what's causing that to happen? Some of the other uh, things like fibromyalgia, autoimmune disease, your body's fighting itself. Well, a clean body isn't going to do that. A toxic body doesn't know where to go. It's fighting everything it can in any direction. Imagine if you were, you know, in a foxhole, and I, I don't really like war, but, and then you were the last one of your um, side, and everybody was coming in at you from every direction, from the air, underground, 365 degrees. You'd be going crazy trying to stay alive, shooting in every direction, and just anything that you moves, you'll shoot. That's an autoimmune disease. Your body thinks your body's an enemy and no matter what it tries to get itself healthy, it can't because of the toxins, the uh, nerve interference, um, all these different things that are damaging the nervous system, damaging the hormone system, causing your brain not to realize what's going on in the body so it starts to fight itself. And when this occurs, the ultimate problem is peripheral neuropathy first because that is when you start to lose function of your body. You lose balance, you lose your organ function, your digestion doesn't work as well. You're, and then guess what? Everything starts tilting like a pinball machine. Your digestive system doesn't work better anymore. Your liver can't detox itself, so it's so toxic, which is causing the autoimmune disease. Your digestive system doesn't work, your immune system doesn't work, your brain starts to get clouded. This is not fun. So this is not a legacy to leave anybody you know. Your children, your family members, do not set this example for them if you can help it. Once you know what's going on, it's hard to continue ethically to do the bad, the wrong things. You know, if somebody were doing something that harmed a family member, sometimes they do it unbeknownst to them. They're just living their own life, just going along, and it might be causing a family member a lot of harm. Okay, well, so be that. But once the person doing it realizes they're harming that person and they continue to do it, then shame on them. So if you can see what's going on with your body, and you're not fixing it, and believe me, I'm not perfect, I have to restart all the time, then, you know, it's time to decide to make a difference for yourself and for the family members. So many people come in, I've had several people in the last couple of weeks come in going, look, I have grandchildren, I'd like to be able to enjoy my grandchildren. One person said, I want to go to their graduation, and I'm afraid of walking because you know, and I don't want them to see me looking weak at their graduation. Another one is my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, I can't even get on the ground to play with them. So I have to have somebody else put them in my arms or in my proximity when I'm on the ground because the body's breaking down. She doesn't have balance in her legs and she is afraid that she would, you know, either trip or lose the ability to help to be with her friend. So at any rate, this is the thing that we are working on in my office. There we go. Anyway, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I'm talking about two words you don't want to hear in your life, and that's if, when it relates to you, called peripheral neuropathy. And we were talking about various things that can cause it. The last one we were talking about was toxins. Toxins that kill nerves. Solvents kill nerves. Um, glyphosate kills nerves. Roundup, which same thing as gly glyphosate. Inflammation in your body, just having an inflammatory response will kill the nerves. It makes your bloodstream clotted up with inflammation. When you get an inflamed nervous system, the, the uh, 
arteries and the tiny little capillaries become inflamed. When they're inflamed, the red blood cells can't pass easily through the capillaries at the end of your fingers and the end of your toes, and you start to get damage from that. Now, we have a um, one test, it's a, it's a preliminary test we do, it takes about five minutes, and it's, we do a, a thermographic imaging of your fingers or your feet that let us know, and you know, what is the circulation is at your toes because of the way the readings come. So that's one of the things that we'll be rolling out. Now, it's just a, a simple screen. Is this part of your problem? The other thing that can cause peripheral neuropathy, which I've been dealing with forever, is low back problems. The nerves that come out of the brain down through the, the neck, which is called the cervical spine, mid-back called thoracic spine, and then down through the five lumbar vertebrae and the sacrum, the, those last ones that come out of your lumbar vertebra in your sacrum become the, the nerves that go down to the tips of your toes. One of them is a sciatic nerve. There's a whole bunch of other ones. But when you have a choked off nerve because of an injury in your low back, that's going to stop direct and correct communication from the brain to the toe. And when that happens, the blood vessels down there don't know to contract enough or expand enough. Lots of other things occur where you keep bumping your toe or stubbing your toe because you've lost your balance. And that can cause inflammation at that area, increase inflammation at that area, and you get peripheral neuropathy, which means that you might continue to sprain that ankle, which means you start to put weight on the other side of the body instead of the side of the sprained ankle or foot and then or knee problem. So now you start to wear out the other side of your body. So people just go through life. It's like, have you ever seen anybody that had a flat tire and they put that little dinky donut tire on their car and then they drive like that? you know, for another 40 miles, 50 miles, 60 miles, five months. Just imagine what's going on to the rest of the car by driving with that dinky tire. So if you have a problem in one leg or another, one knee or the other, one hip or the other, and you just go on and on and on, you're going to hurt more parts of your problem. That's where the stem cell machine comes in. This tissue regenerative therapy machine that we have, the soft wave therapy, the tissue regenerative technology, this is what you can come in and do for 49 bucks. And we can see whether or not it can help you. You can also get to find out about our office. You can meet the staff, which are really amazing that work there. I'm so feel so lucky to have them there. But also we can find out if our journey is a journey you want to be in. Are, are we going to be part of your journey towards health to get your health back, keep you rocking and rolling till the moment you don't wake up? And uh, that's my goal for myself, and that's my goal for my family, my friends, my staff, and then, of course, first and foremost, you guys, because you guys are what make us tick. When you show up and you have great success, that makes us happy. I had a one of my patients who's been a patient for quite a while. I've talked to her, talked about her on the show. She had several back surgeries. She has lots of metal in her low back. I mean, when I saw that, I I had to sit down. And uh, we've been helping her tremendously to to handle that arachnoiditis. They call it spideritis. The um, the tissue in the sheath of her central nervous system, in other words, down through the center of her spine, is so scarred by the surgeries that it flares up and it, the nerves don't have a chance coming out of there. They're choked off going down her feet. Well, we've done quite a bit of, of stem cell on there with her, the soft wave treatment, and it's helped her tremendously. She came in Friday and she goes, my foot is killing me. I don't know what to do. My, it's hurting so much. And um, she was concerned about whether we could help her. And I said, well, why don't we just do one of the stem wave treatments on there? And um, she said, okay, well, let's try it. And I had Dr. Taylor adjust her foot. It will first examine, adjust her foot, and adjust her spine. And, of course, the very top bone in her neck called the atlas. And we did a, a treatment on her. And I got a call from her, um, a text message that said, Dr. McCollum, you should call your office McMiracles. I thought that was cool. And, um, you know, 
she's one of those people that wants to be well. She's coming up from Monterey sometimes twice a week because we're the only ones with this machine and she wants to be well and she's got a dog now. She couldn't even walk the first time we saw her, barely. She was in so much pain. Now she's got a dog she's walking, a little doodle something and very cute dog. So, you know, there's never give up hope on your body. Your body knows what to do. So come in for the $49 special for the TRT machine. I love it when people come in. Another guy came in. Um, his dad was a professional basketball player. He plays, He just they just retired his number down in LA. And uh, he came in for a, a stem cell treatment. And he just said, man, this is really cool. I love this office. Um, the LA Lakers actually have one of these machines. And he goes, I think I'm going to go down since uh, my dad's uh, number was retired. I know them. They'll probably do it on me. I go, go for it. You know, um, so a lot of the sports teams have them. And um, because we get people back, they get people back to function so quickly. So we're talking about peripheral neuropathy. If you want to find out about more, more about that, then call my office. We're um, going to be rolling out the first phase. I'm still putting it in place. I want to have, be 100% ready for you when you come in. There's different things. It's a lot of it is home stuff you do at home. You know, I can't see you enough to help your body uh, regenerate quick enough. So a lot of it is a home program that we have you do. But um, so we've talked about, again, several things that can cause peripheral neuropathy. And I was talking about the nervous system. So pinched nerves in your low back or your neck or anywhere down your spine can lead to and be uh, a causative factor in peripheral neuropathy. So, you know, it, there isn't one answer here. Uh, you know, they have mostly people are put on an uh, off-label medication. Off-label means it's used, supposed to be used for something else, like seizure medication, gabapentin, Lyrica. They found that it can actually... Uh, deaden the symptoms associated with peer, with peripheral neuropathy, so that's the num like the number one thing that are is given to people with peripheral neuropathy is gabapentin, Lyrica, um, and sometimes other pain killing meds. But it's not doing a darn thing to to change the condition. They're just saying you got to stay on this stuff. So many of my patients don't want to be on it. I can't prescribe or deprescribe medication, but if I got your body working well and I got the nerves working well and the blood vessels going to those nerves working well so that the nerves can start to regenerate and the sheath around the nerve can start to regenerate, then you've got a fighting chance. You know, you've got however many months left on this planet, years left on this planet. I'm 67, broke my back when I was 12. Almost died of a drug overdose, overdose at 28, trying to handle the drug, the, the pains and um, problems from my broken back. And now I'm very healthy. And I always study these things for, you know, I, I started studying for myself. And then I realized, wow, nobody else is talking about this stuff. That's why I'm on the radio show. I don't know how many other, uh, there may be some other healthcare providers on the radio show trying to give you tips to be healthy. And, uh, but you know, I like doing it. It's a Saturday at one o'clock and I'm here. I hope you're listening. I hope you enjoy it. The show plays again at three o'clock on Mondays. So if you have anybody that you want to hear the show, tell them to tune into KSCO 1080 AM on Monday at three o'clock and they can hear the show on peripheral neuropathy. And when I open this up, I'm going to be doing it. I actually am working with some of my existing patients as we are getting my office prepared to deliver this because I don't want to try to, to deliver it if I can't handle the amount of people that I know need this. I mean, heck, 26 million Americas we know of are diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy. Probably at least another twice that many, meaning 50 million Americans are... Um, have peripheral neuropathy, half of them don't even know it. They're, and the thing about peripheral neuropathy, you got to be aware of this, it starts so subliminally. 
it might just start with a little bit of a dull numbing fit sensation in your toes or your feet. Maybe you can't sleep at night because the, the bed sheet bothers you. Uh, it could be that you're kind of having to make sure that you're on your feet when you get up in the morning. can cause pain can cause hot and cold sensations, all these weird sensations in your extremities that aren't normal, paranormal, called paresthesias. And then it's like a hockey stick, though. It goes along and then all of a sudden it peaks. So our goal is to get you before it peaks. Even the ones that have peaked too quickly, we can help most of the time if it hasn't gone so far that the nerves are completely dead. So up to 75% nerve loss, we can still help. And we have a chart and we do a test in our office, an objective test of your um, neuro peripheral neuropathy symptoms, objective and subjective. And um, you, we'll be able to tell you what percentage your peripheral neuropathy has advanced. And based on that, knowing um, how the body can, the nerves can regrow, we can give you some kind of an idea of what you're looking at. And, you know, it's not going to happen in a week, a month, three months, six months. It's probably going to take up to, you know, six months to 18 months. doesn't mean you won't get improvement along the way, but this is something you don't want to let progress. So um, when we do the neuropathy test um, in our office, it's seven different things that we test. Um, we are able to give you a score and then we would do other, any other test if we decide to move forward like we think we can help you. And you actually want to do what it takes to get healthy because there is no magic bullet and, you know, it has to be a priority for you. You have to see the writing on the wall if you don't, then we'd be able to help you potentially. And we'll be able to give you, you know, what if we could reduce it by 50% and make sure it never advances from there? What if we could reverse it close to 100%? You know, what if it's so bad right now we can improve it by 10%? Would that be helpful? I don't know. You have to be the judge of that. But I know that one thing, it robs your life. It robs your childhood. It robs your, your, um, your enjoyment of walking on the hiking trails because you can't balance. Walking on the beach because a slant bothers you and you're afraid the waves might come in. The, um, there's two, a couple different sensations hypoesthesia, meaning you can't feel it. You can't feel when you stub your toe, when you step on something hot, when you have a cut. And then there's hyperesthesia, meaning everything you touch burns like crazy and you can't stand it. The sheets bother you and all this kind of stuff. So there's so much that can be done. Don't be a victim. If you want help with this, this is the first time I've done this show. I'm going to be rolling out more and more stuff for the next probably five or six, seven weeks till I'm ready to launch it for you. But if you want, you can um, email Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H at McCollumWellness.com, Mariah, M-A-R-I-A-H, M-A-R-I-A-H at McCollumWellness.com and, so, and just put in neuropathy you know, or nerve pain, whatever makes sense to you. And we'll put you on the list to start to give you the information when we open this up. I'm doing it as fast as I can. I usually wake up at four in the morning and write books. Right now I'm reading and studying so that I can get this information and in get my office up and running as quickly as we can to help some of you guys. Some, for some of you, it's imperative that we start right away because it's already gotten far enough. Others of you may not quite consider it to be a problem yet but the sooner you handle it the quicker you can turn it around when we evaluate you it's not just going to be what's going on with your extremities but we're going to have to look at inflammatory processes autoimmune processes toxicity different kind of uh, things like chemotherapy that you've had to um, engage in which of course is a toxin nerve damage due to injury or insult to the spine or nerves, subluxations, uh, which are pinched nerves at the spinal level. We'll, and then look at your genetics. You know, We'll look at you and your toxic load buildup. We can, we can dig deep into that to go, we might have to really detoxicate, toxify the heavy metals, molds, and hidden infections out of your brain and nervous system. That's a little harder case. But what's life worth if you can't have life, 
right? If you can't enjoy your life, then you're going to have to make a decision to do something about it. I feel like this particular thing is one of the greatest things since sliced bread when it comes to turning people's life around and giving their life back. So um, I couldn't contain myself any longer regarding talking about this, even though the door is not quite open in my office on this. Um, it will be opening soon. We will be doing a uh, some kind of seminar or workshop, either at my office or an outside location, to give you enough information. It will be a free thing for you to attend. So we can see, you will have a questionnaire, 25 question point questions to find out are you uh, likely exposed to or suffering from peripheral neuropathy? Uh, what can we do to turn it around? And then it, if it makes sense, we will talk about um, doing some kind of consultation and a preliminary test in my office, which is typically the thermographic um, test looking for oxygen in the tissue. And then uh, consulting your um, situation, your... Um, Willingness to make the change, uh, whether or not you, you know, how much help you actually need. Everybody's going to be different. But the good news is there is news. And the good news is the news is good that there is a lot you can do to handle this. The nerves grow back a millimeter a day when treated correctly. So, what we want to do is treat them correctly. That would be. Uh, what I am working on being able to roll out for you. I'm very excited about it. And uh, there's a song coming on in a second called You Will Be, You Could Be Free by my friend Steve Funderburg, sung by Tony Lindsay. I think he's probably won 11 or 12 Grammys by now. He used to sing with uh, Carla Santana for 10 years. But Steve Funderburg corralled him into singing this incredible song, We Can Be Free. And you can be free. All you need to do is turn back your biological clock. And that's why I'm here to make sure that you have all the opportunity to do that. I look forward to meeting you and seeing what we can do to make your life amazing and help you enjoy every last minute of it physically, health-wise. Thank you. We'll see you next week. In my life there came a time When I had to make a change You know the things just weren't right I looked around If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.